Good afternoon and welcome to Open Air with Sherry Huber. Good evening, Sherry. Good evening, Michael. It's great to be here practicing, isn't it? It is. It's absolutely wonderful. Yes, it is. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. have announcements here. All right. Backed by popular demand, our next year-long retreat kicks off this Sunday, January 15th, with a Best Year Yet-esque workshop, followed by an email class and a year-long exploration of the daily recollection. Join Sangha for this transformational year as we train to recollect the truth of true nature. (laughs) That's fun, huh? Yeah, it's great. Recollect it's the great truth of true nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the daily recollection I love, and to have a whole year to explore that is fabulous. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. And is conditioning talking you out of signing up for the year-long retreat? You can take a first step toward participation by registering for just the Sunday workshop your best, your best practice year yet. This engaging workshop is a framework for recollecting what is important to our practice and for creating a plan to keep that in conscious awareness. If you are signed up already for the year-long retreat, you are already in this workshop. Your donation for the workshop will be deducted from the registration fee for the year-long retreat if you decide to sign up for that retreat later. I hope that all made sense. So, it did to me. Well, I, I think, let me, let, me, let me try it. So, um, okay. so everybody who has already signed up for the year long, we, we started off on the 15th, right? Um, yeah. But if somebody isn't in the year long and they want to join us on the 15th, they can, absolutely. And whatever they donate for that workshop uh, on Sunday, if they choose after that to, uh, to join us in the year-long, then whatever their donation is, we'll deduct that from the cost of the year-long retreat. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to me. Yeah. And sure, your voice is breaking up just a little bit for me. I can make well, out I just setting. Yeah, I just heard it myself. Uh, mm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, still? Am I still? Let me keep talking here. A, B, C, D, E. Yeah? Still breaking up? Uh, breaking up a little bit. So we could either yeah, try Yeah, you're breaking up for me too. You... Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me try something. Okay. All right. Let's see if this helps. Is that any better? Uh, keep well, talking how... a little bit, please. Yeah. Is that better? <laughs> well, that's really not enough to know. Um, but anyway, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I. No? Breaking it's up? It's still breaking up a little bit for me, and I, I can understand you perfectly. So if you want, we wow. can try with first caller and see how it goes. Yeah, because this is, this is the best that I've got. Um, okay. Yeah. Great. Let's do that. And another option, of course, is you could hang up and call back in. But let's oh, go let with the first caller, oh, shall that's we? Great. That's Great idea. Let me let me try that. Let me try it. I'll be right back. Okay, right back. 
Okay, Sherry, I think you are back live now again. Yes. Do, do we have a miracle? Has it been healed? Uh, I don't think so yet. And let's try and see how it goes. Oh, because you sound good to me. But okay. Oh, and before you were before me. you were breaking up for me, so I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Mercury. You know, we got to blame that yeah, little devil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you sound clearer to me now, so that's great. Oh, good. Oh, good. Excellent. Yeah. So a few reminders. If you'd like to get in the queue to talk with Sherry tonight, please press star six and then one to make a show. And conversation on one topic, please. And about five minutes would be great. And I think we're ready to start here, Sherry. All right. Perfect. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome. First caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Yeah, hi, this is Brian from North Carolina. Oh, Brian? Hi. Brian. hi. Um, so I just wanted to share or, you know, experience of the, of the New Year's retreat. Um, just, it was, uh, the, the circumstances were that New Year's Eve is my wedding anniversary, and this marriage uh, seems to be ending. And so there was plenty of suffering, and I was really glad to have the retreat, um, just as a as even an option. And uh, so, even but even like just before. I just, I just, I was recording, listening, and I just had this sense that, you know, yes, there's all this sadness and there's all of this turmoil and difficulty, but the thing that, the thing that was sort of like the the most hurtful thing about it couldn't possibly be, there was something wrong with it. Was that because basically that my relationship with divinity can't be circumstantial? Like these circumstances can't or should, you know, it didn't seem possible that 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 means that I've been abandoned and alone or that it was never real in the first place or anything like that. And it's like, oh, right. It's a moment-by-moment practice. Yes. (sighs) Yes. Yes. If I'm I'm with you, Brian, so that um, the belief that, uh, you know, it's not unpopular, that uh, God loves us when we're getting everything we want. And when, we, when we're not, then the divine God, goddess, whoever doesn't love us, has abandoned us. Which is a very, very kind of a, a, a child view of life, right? Because when we were good little boys and girls, uh, our parents gave us what we wanted for Christmas, and when we weren't, well, they still did in most cases, but you know what I mean. If you're bad, they take your bicycle away from you, or you don't get to go play with your friend, or whatever it is. So you're, if, if, if you're being punished, it's because you've done something wrong, right? You're, you're in trouble. And so, I mean, this is a big, this is a big something being taken away from you. So, logically, it must mean that uh, the divine is very unhappy with you, and you're being punished. So, or that's perhaps, not the case. 
or perhaps right. there's just a figment of imagination like me like lots like Santa Claus and lots of other things and it is very childlike the the the, the hurt involved in that like oh why do I bother to have this faith when this is what happens is okay. sort of the yeah. the story that a person I, I was I, I found myself struggling with yeah oh yeah yeah so it, it's either true uh, and which is not good news because that means you you are in big trouble. You have been abandoned. You are being punished on a cosmic level, or choice B, the whole thing is just a big hogwash. And um, why should I bother with any of it? Yeah, that's I a care great about anything. That's a fun duality right there, boy. Talk about two uh, bad choices, huh? Two really bad choices, yeah, and. Uh, I don't know, and just like just the you know where conditioning then not not missing a beat is like, well, it's your fault for creating and clinging that belief in the first place. Oh, yeah. Wow, we knew it was going to come around to that, didn't we? Wow, sooner or later, wow. Brian, it is going to be your fault. Either with divinity, you're being punished, or uh, well, okay. All right, maybe that's not the case, but it is your fault. Either it's your fault because the marriage is failing, it's your fault because you believe stupid stuff in the first place, it's your fault because it's your fault. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was basically. It was. It was basically like that. I felt like that. This marriage was like my proof that I'm okay and worthwhile and uh gosh um that's pretty i don't know it's subtle it's this is a subtle it's like there's there's a place of innocence in it but there is a sense of like just like oh of you know, like I just come back to moment by moment, like like this is gonna be here. This can be my salvation. This can be my this can be my proof or whatever, and then I don't have to pay attention so much anymore. Yeah, is sort of the, the sneaky way it gets in there, and because there was nothing wrong with it in terms of it was a nice try. You know, it was it was you know like lots and lots of joy and lots of just nice try. You know, um, oh, Brian. Even beyond that, even even beyond that, okay? So the idea that if something is good, it has to last forever. Yeah. And what if that's not yeah. true? What, what if, yeah. if so, uh, a wise friend of mine uh, once said, uh, wouldn't it be nice if, if what we got to is, you know, I've loved being married to you. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm going, there's something else I want to do. So thank you. It's been absolutely fabulous. Ciao. And there's, well, there's just no room for that. And yet that is very often all that's going on. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, there was, two conditioned human beings doing the best they can and that's going to have to be okay. Whatever. 
however it works out is it's got to be okay because that's how it's working out well uh, but my point that i i'm going to cling to a little bit here because okay. i think it's really important is that is that we still are conditioned to think that if it ends there's something wrong with that that it shouldn't that that somehow invalidates or diminishes uh, the relationship that you had and as you say there there was a lot of joy in it there there were wonderful times in it and those came to an end yeah it doesn't well, have to be anybody's fault it doesn't have to be because there's something wrong with you it will <laughs> oh gosh this is maybe a longer conversation than there's room for but Yes, so I'm clinging to something there, like the dog that died last year was almost 14, and my dad that died was almost 80. And so those endings are also, you know, not my favorite, but that's sort of the way it's supposed to go. But this marriage was only, you know, 13 years into it, and there was this vow, and, like, it's sort of like just, well, I'm, one day I'm going to not show up at breakfast or show up for the morning meditations, like – how hard is it to keep that promise? But, um, but yeah. Well, very hard. Very, very yeah. hard, Brian. In reality, very, 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 very hard. Very well, that's hard. helpful. <laughs> well, I but. mean, if you just look at, uh, the, you know, the cultural thing uh, at this point in this particular country, I don't know what it's like in, in other places, but the number of families that are, configured the way families are supposed to be configured is is a very small number it's a very small percentage of what it used to be right because because as the culture changes and people are no longer um, being so um, what uh, the demand that people keep to those social norms is is less people aren't keeping to them because a lot of people didn't want to when they did. Yeah. Well, the other thing that I wanted to share was like there was also this how am I going to replace it energy going around? Like what can I do and service and something else? And, with and it. Yes, that was what the retreat <laughs> held the mirror up for me to see that that I don't need to scramble to replace that okay. structure with another structure okay. and I just want to just you know in any number of ways express gratitude but like having you know having that in front of me and being able to see it um, does feel like a blessing you know so oh yeah oh absolutely because uh, to kind of full circle with what we've been talking about I mean here's this guy who's lost something that he really didn't want to lose, okay? So why abandon him? Talk yeah. about feeling abandoned. <laughs> I mean, there's, you know, there's your, your partner abandons you. That's one thing. That's another human being in another body. But if you, demand, uh, if you abandon you, that's, that's really not good. Well, it's... Uh... It's quite, <laughs> it's quite a workshop, and, and I can say that I 
enjoyed the retreat massively, even with all that, or maybe especially because of all that, because what, what yeah. we talk about is refuge. What a blessed refuge Sangha is, so thank you. Yeah, yeah, well, yes, I'm, I'm right there with you. In the good times and in the really difficult times. Yeah. Practice. Yeah. Mm. All right. Thank you, Brian. Gesho. Gesho. Thanks for joining us, Brian. Uh, Sherry, you said in the good times and in the really not good times, and uh, that's definitely my experience that a commitment to practice takes me through all of this. Yes. And, and you know, that, that kind of uh, connects it all, Michael, because that, that is the one, the one um, thing that we don't have to uh, experience uh, lost with. Everything else is going to go in life. You know, either the people we love are going to go before us, we're going to go before them. Uh, everything is going to change. Everything is, all, all of it will before this lifetime is over. But what we have is the, is the commitment to the authentic nature that animates us, that, that is us, that is our life experience. And as long as we don't quit on that, we're fine. Yes, to be here for the moment, for life. Yes, for the human being. That's like a, human being. Yeah. you know, a big, big part of what we're going to be talking about on Sunday. Um, that that there's this human being, and and we're taught to leave that human being for everything, any and everything. You know that that we should we should prioritize work, uh, our job, our career, money, uh, other people, everything over the one human being whose uh, life experience is either our source of happiness or unhappiness. Yes, yes. One, one person to save. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. And it's not selfish. It's not selfish a bit. It's just that as we were just speaking about, we, we have no guarantees that anyone or anything is going to stay with us. We can stay with us. Yes, and what a privilege to have a practice that teaches us how to do that moment by moment. Yes, yes, and that we want to be doing that together to support yes. one another in that. That's just icing on the cake or gravy or whatever <laughs> whatever those expressions yeah. are. Cherry on uh, the top, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. And Sherry, we're going to break for Good News Update, and then we'll come right back and talk with more callers. All right. Thanks, Michael. Thank you. And Jen, I'm turning it over to you for a Good News Update. Hey, thanks, Michael. You're welcome. And I'm pleased to be joined this afternoon by Melissa, who is here to speak with us about her experience of participating in a year-long retreat. Welcome, Melissa. Hi, Jen. Hey, so as Michael and Sherry were just referring to, we are days away from kicking off the new year-long retreat in 2023, so we thought it would be fun to 
hear directly from someone who has had the experience of participating in a retreat and what you've seen about what, that process. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Um, that was my first year-long retreat. I had done um, retreats and other things with uh, you all in years past, and I was reestablishing a relationship with a mentor with recording and listening this past year. And having those phone calls every weekday morning was invaluable, was just so precious to me in reestablishing that relationship. And, you know, Melissa, it occurs to me as you say that right off the bat, do you have a sense of what was it that inspired you to go ahead and say, yeah, you know what, this year I'm going to do that. I'm going to participate with that daily, year-long process. Oh, yeah, I do. I mean, I was going to do everything that was offered, and I think I will from now on if I'm not out of <laughs> there. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was um, – I had had a really strong recording and listening practice years ago and then um, mm. moved on to other things, and the mm. longing and the missing of it, including the missing of the sangha, were so strong that there was just no even – consideration I'm absolutely in for these things now uh-huh so really wanting realizing that you wanted as much support as possible to get back to it to really have it sounds like be kind of a foundational piece of your life absolutely and it took some time just like it took time to establish in the first mm-hmm. place time to reestablish so having those calls in the morning which came really early for me because I'm depending on the time of year I'm two to three hours behind the West Coast, uh-huh. and right. um, so I would wake up to those calls and then go for a walk and record, have my first recording and listening of the morning, and it was quite beautiful because I could hear, it was like I could hear everybody, um, I could hear people being reflected, I could hear them um, either in awareness or um, reestablishing a connection with awareness and compassion in life, mm-hmm. and it was just so beautiful. The way we hear each other and everything, I could do that first thing in the morning and then go have my own conversation with um, with life on my own after that. Mm, that's really lovely. And you know, as you say that, I have heard a number of people who talk about that doing their own recording really becomes part of sort of an extension of that daily routine. And again, as you say, depending on what time zone you're in, for some folks it might be before the show for other people after the show. But but really that piece that you're saying of, I mean, every single day, five days a week, that's a lot of getting to hear from a lot of different people in Sangha, all focused on the same topic, but getting to hear all that different input through, all, through so many people's eyes and practices is amazing. Absolutely. It, it is just amazing. I mean, it's like a miracle every single day, what people would say and... Um, the things that Sherry and Ashwini would have to say back to them. It was amazing. It was all pertinent to my life <laughs> every day. <laughs> so true. It's so, it's so easy to feel like, God, this whole thing is really, it's just for me, isn't it? I mean, everyone's getting together to, just to help me. <laughs> yes. You know, the other piece, Melissa, that, that you said that I wanted to underline was to hear people, again, from all those different places, there are people who call in who have had insights, right? And they're just this, this clarity that they're seeing, and then we all get to share in that clarity. And then there are other people who call in who might be really, really struggling, and they're calling in to, to 
reestablish that, you know, to get back here, to, to reestablish the connection with the mentor, with presence. And that's so helpful too, isn't it, to hear that process happen live on the show. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate both. When, when both those things happen, and even things in the middle, when people just call and they're like, oh, I'm doing cue yeah. practice, and so here's what's going on in this yeah. very moment. That's quite moving also. And, yeah. And, yeah, it really is. What was that last piece? And very meaningful, all of it. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, it's a yeah. practice. I, I heard the Good News Update last week with someone talking about um, the pull to look at email and to look at your phone. I, I listen to this on a laptop and my work begins at the time the call begins. And so I'm like, you know, shutting down apps, trying not to look at Slack, trying not to look at email. And I wasn't successful every single day. And so it becomes a practice of my own to not, to, to be yeah. there for the entire 30 minutes. Yes. And, you know, it's so funny. What, what came up for me as you were saying that, Melissa, when you said it, I wasn't successful every single day, the first thing that arose for me was good. Right? Because, again, in the same way we were talking about on Good News Update last week where we were talking about how helpful it is to have a virtual New Year's retreat because we're in our own environments practicing with our everyday things and, you know, all those, when you come physically on retreat, you know, the guest master takes your phone for you, they take your computer for you, there's that really concrete support. But to have that daily show where part of the training is to be able to stop and turn your attention fully to it. And that's true. I'm sure so many people have that piece of the workshop of the draw to multitask or let me just take care of this one thing or there you are, you're listening on your laptop and, you know, to check email while it's happening. And and that's fine because then we get to see how that happens, which is so applicable in our lives. And we get to realize, okay, that's actually not what I want to do. I want to be here. And then we come back here, we let that go, and we see the value of that. Yeah, totally. I could see how it happened, and I could also mm. see what the result was in my in my walk afterwards. How present I was with myself and and where I oh, was. Wow. Oh. So you really got to see that qualitative difference between those two choices, essentially. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, and then a practice not to beat myself up. <laughs> Oh, exactly. Not to allow those voices to come in and start, you know, giving you a beating for that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which is the beauty of it being every day because I get another chance the very next day. That's it. That's it. I, that's what was coming up for me a minute ago too is, again, it's very different to, you know, when people used to come physically on retreat years and years and years ago, we used to joke, although not joking, that, you know, then they drive away in their cars and, and you feel like, oh, gosh, you know, oh, <laughs> you just hope the best for them. But to be on your own, you know, I mean, we didn't have conference calls. We didn't have email. We didn't have any of it, um, any of those programs that we have now. And so it's just to have that every single day, that rhythm of it, it really ups our chances of, of having the, um, you know, life, having presence be our guide instead of that voice in the head. Yes. And and um, I noticed not just that my connection with the mentor and recording and listening was stronger than when I would walk, but the insights and the awarenesses would be um, kind of just waiting for me. 
maybe not every single day, but with much more frequency when I had taken the time to be very present to the call. You know, the image I always get of that in my own practice, Mosa, is this sense of, oh, she's here, great, <laughs> you know, that life sees, that Melissa's available. And so there, you know, with the, the channel's wide open to have that, that conversation yes. with life. Yes, I love that way. I love that way of putting it, yes. Yeah. The other thing that's so fun about it is the the assignments and that we're all doing the same assignment. And this year working on the daily recollection. So excited about that exploration. Yeah, me too. Um, I wasn't, I hadn't heard the daily recollection in a while until the New Year's retreat. So I'm very excited to go into that more deeply. And speaking of the assignments, there would be weeks when I'm like, I'm sure this applies to me, but I can't figure out how. And as soon as the very first person on Monday morning would start talking, I'd be like, oh, that's how it applies to me. <laughs> don't you love it? <laughs> exactly. And so I don't know if this happens for you, Melissa, but often the ones that it's like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. But, you know, I don't struggle with that that much. Invariably, <laughs> the t- second, third day in realizing, well, that's a really big one for me. <laughs> I have a lot going about that. Can we do yeah. that for another week? <laughs> exactly. Can we do that for another week? We could... <laughs> Which is another actually beautiful piece of it. People talk just like they do about the archives of open air, that all the shows are archived. And so, you know, if you really loved a certain week, a certain topic, you can go back to it. Do that week again. Oh, yes. And that's something I realized toward the end of the year. Um, Someone said, you know, or maybe it was on open air, I think it might have been you said, write down this date and then go back and listen to the archive. And I'm like, oh, that's how to do it. Like, I hadn't been just like, write down the date. That's the date it happened. So that's something I'll be doing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, you can start that this year. Exactly. And the other thing is, you know, we won't have, we're not having the daily shows right now, and it'll be a little bit of time before those pick up again. And often people will be listening to the archives of last year's in this period of time. A lot of people, I think, even do it, just stay in the same rhythm, you know, Um that time of day, whatever it is in your time zone, just hit and play on one of those archives. Oh, my gosh, what a great idea. Thank you for saying that. That had not occurred to me. Right? Really stay in that rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. And one of my favorite practices around all of that is just letting life pick. And it's always the perfect one. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, Melissa, thank you so much for being with us this evening to talk about your experience. Yeah, it was my pleasure. Great talking to you. Looking forward to it. Me too. Yep. All right. So happy. Take care, Jen. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. And Michael, as we turn it back over to you, speaking of the year long, um, I think you and Sherry pretty much covered it, but I was asked to remind folks that, again, slightly different than it's been in other years, that the workshop this coming Sunday is a part of the year-long retreat, but doesn't necessarily have to be. So as you laid out, people can come to the Sunday workshop this Sunday, even if they're not signed up. If they do that, and then they choose to go ahead and sign up for the year-long, it won't be too late at that point to do it. So that's a nice added feature this year. Great. Yes, and their donation 
for the this coming Sunday's workshop would be deducted from the registration fee for the year-long retreat. Exactly. Yep. Wonderful. All right. Well, I'll turn it back over to you and Sherry. Thanks, Michael. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Jen. Thank you, Melissa. And welcome back to Open Air. And that was a fabulous conversation, Sherry. It was a fabulous conversation, and I, I loved much about it. But the thing that I, I loved, I think, the very best was the, the part of talking about how uh, something like the, the daily conversations on the year-long opens a channel for wisdom to drop in. That, you know, kidding about, uh, you know, so the intelligence that animates us says, oh, <laughs> she's there, he's there. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then the, you know, here comes the clarity. And, and we, yeah. I mean, we talk about it like that, and it sounds kind of funny, but we all know the experience. And people have said to me for years, you know, I practice because when I practice, my life works. When I don't, it doesn't. I don't know why. Um, and, you know, I would probably at that point just say, yeah, <laughs> me too. Um, and I, I think we do know why. It's because we are showing up to open the channel. And so it, it's, it's not like divinity intelligence, however we want to talk about it, isn't living us. So <laughs> attempting to communicate with us all the time, we're just not here. Like we're just not listening. It's not like it's not all available. We're not here. And so when we're practicing and we're keeping that channel open, we are here. And so everything gets brighter and clearer and happier and just how it works. Yeah, that's my experience with it. And with so many practice opportunities, five days a week, workshops, email classes, uh, oh. it's harder for me to get lost. I mean, I do have to get lost, of course, <laughs> yeah. and to have the reminders to come back frequently is an extraordinary gift. And the, the thing about it, I don't know if it's true everywhere all the time for everybody, but for me, I think ours is such a happy practice. Um, you know, it's, it's a kind practice. And so it's where the heart wants to be. And it gets more, more and more difficult for ego to uh, talk us out of it, you know, try to make us feel bad about something. And we tune into practice and, <laughs> what, it was 2013, we stopped feeling bad. So, I mean, we're well into um, not feeling bad about anything. And so that, that uh, self-hate has nowhere to go with that. So, yeah. That's a fabulous memory, Sherry. Sometimes I wonder when that year was because I stopped referring to it the year we stopped feeling bad, and, and that sounds about yep. right, 2013. Yep. About yep. 10 years and, ago. And, you know, maybe, so, maybe we uh, should re-up. Oh, yeah, 10th anniversary? Yes, Definitely. yes. Oh, oh, perfect, Michael. Perfect. It's, it's perfect. the 10th anniversary. We celebrate. Yes. I'm sure it's golden, yes. right? It's a golden anniversary. Yeah. Yes, that we are recommitting to not feeling bad, uh -huh. regardless. Yep, regardless, regardless. I love it. Ooh, perfect. Yes, and I love it that we have more callers here. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> All right, here we go. 
Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Let me try that again here. Next caller, you are now live. Hi. Oh, there she is. Hi, Hi, it's Miriam. How are you? Hey, Miriam. Hey. Ah, wow. Oh, I'm so happy to be here and be connecting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been recovering from a crushing disappointment. Um, oh. I was supposed to have hip replacement surgery on December 6th at 9, and they called me at 8.01 to say it was canceled. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so wow. I was really crushed, crushed, crushed. Um, and so what was really fun about it was when we did the process mapping uh, workshop, um, the encouragement was to use something simple. So I went with cleaning because I've always believed that I hated cleaning. And about three quarters of the way around my process map, I got to the point of where I felt like a victim because why does it always have to be me that cleans? Well, I'm the only Mm -hmm. one who lives in this house. (laughs) (laughs) That's a clue, huh? So that was a big clue. So what was really interesting with dealing with the disappointment was that I didn't go to the the victim place. I was able to feel the disappointment and and feel all my feelings without saying, well, like what the first caller was saying, I'm a bad person and why is this happening to me? I'm being punished, blah, blah, blah. So it's been really, um, it's been very, very interesting workshop. And at the same time, I had zero energy. It's just like completely took every, because I had been go, 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 getting the house ready, getting things ready at work, because I was supposed to be off for six weeks, and it just like like slamming into a brick wall at mock speed. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I know this is not the point. The point is, you know, your your life experience here, but... Did they did they give you another date? Uh, it's supposed to be next Tuesday, so now I'm not excited about it because I was Don't really clean the house, Miriam. Don't clean the house. You can't <laughs> trust them. <laughs> no, I can't trust them. But what's been really interesting is that, uh, so I mean, my house was really not clean because everything was more fun to do than cleaning, uh, but mm. I've, been ke- I've been keeping it up, so it's been... <laughs> And and it uh-huh. turns out, Sherry, I do not hate cleaning. Wow. I don't hate it. Isn't and that something? It, do, you, uh, do you know why? Do you know why? Why I don't hate it? Do you know it? what's changed? Yeah, what has changed? Well, what's changed is that when I'm doing it, I'm doing it to do it. I'm present when I'm doing it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm doing it because, well, it's nice to have a nice, clean, cleaner environment. Um, I have a I have a suggestion. What is it? That you enjoy the person you're doing it with. Oh. Wow. Wow. That's She's a happier be. person. Oh, right? so She's much a happier. happier person. Yeah. So much happier. Yeah. So, so you're not happier. listening to somebody gripe and moan and complain and whine and mm-hmm. carry on and so this, you know, not listening to 
to uh, ego, try to take the fun out of your life. Yeah, It's your I, house. You get to clean it. You get to clean it with a great person. What's, yeah. what's not to be happy about? Yeah. And what's really, really fun is nothing is as hard or takes as long as ego says it's going to. Oh, isn't that good to know? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's been really, really, really interesting time. So I'm. And you I'm, know, one, oh, one other thing about that before you go on to the interesting time, because I've often wondered if if we didn't have any voices in our head, uh, negative voices in our head. Well, any voices. Let's face it, but negative voices. If if anything would be difficult. Number one, if if in fact doing. Everything that we, you know, we get through at about noon uh, with everything that we need to do because there's no resistance, and mm-hmm. you, it it, uh, it it doesn't take a long time. It's not hard. It's fun. Um, you know, mm-hmm. what 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 would life be like if we could really just simply be present to whatever life is calling us to do? Oh, it'd be wonderful. <laughs> mm-hmm. It would yeah. be really, really fun. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'm scheduled for Tuesday, so I'm hoping they don't cancel again uh, because no, the pain is the pain is yeah. definitely getting pretty bad. And, I mean, it's winter and the humidity and everything. Um, mm-hmm. But what was fun, too, was, like, I wasn't going to sign up for the next quarter of RLB because I said, oh, if I'm recovering and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I signed up anyway. And oh well, yes! Just... Oh my goodness! I would think that when you're recovering would be a perfect, perfect time, time to do something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm looking forward to that, and I'm looking forward to the year long. Oh, my year starts when the year long starts. That's my new year. Uh huh. Well, now yep. this Sunday is going to be good, and then mm-hmm. you know we have a uh, an email class in there too. And yes, I know. It's going to be a pretty good time as well. And that's going to be fun because if I do have the surgery, that'll be during my recovery time. So that'll be yeah. really, really great. Yeah. yeah. We'll recover mm-hmm. with you. Oh, Very thank good. you. Very good. Or right, yeah. let us know, Miriam. Let us know. Okay. I will. I will. Just shoot a little note to say, yep, going under. Okay, great. I will. Pain-free soon. All right. Yes. Oh, my God. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you so much. All Gusho. Right. Thank you. Gusho. Go happy. Go happy. Thanks for joining us, Miriam. That was great. And we have another caller here, Sherry. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air. And would you please introduce yourself? Oh, hi, Michael. Hi, Sherry. It's Todd uh, in British Columbia. Oh, Todd, on the other side of Canada. Yes. Well, this mm-hmm. of my colleagues, Eastern Canada, Western Canada. Um, mm-hmm. Great to great to chat with you and Michael, and um, just show up and participate. And uh, um, what what I want to—it's been in my awareness recently, so I want to thank you for a recent encouragement of um, mm-hmm. reading the book *Braiding Sweetgrass*. Uh, my neighbor had it. They went on holidays and she lent it to me and I just finished it. And I just want mm. to tell you, um, and, and hope anyone that's listening has an opportunity to find a copy, how um, deeply moving and how connected to practice that book is. Yeah, yeah. I, in fact, I was um, doing some stuff at my desk 
uh, in the last couple of days, and uh, I had a, a printout of the uh-huh. uh, the uh, what is it? Harvest. Re- re- yeah, the Harvest Prayer. What? Yeah, it's. I can't. Re- well, hang on. It's right here in front of me. Oh. So I can too. I can tell yeah. you in just a little second here. The honorable and honorable harvest. The honorable harvest. Yeah. And then the uh, so the the upshot of it is uh, a model and an inspiration for what we should take. Do yes. eat food that is honorably harvested and celebrate every mouthful. Do use technologies that minimize harm. Do take what is given. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. I was just page by page by page, and and there was just it was kind of a roller coaster because um, it was it was so heart opening yet. Yeah, it, it was also uh, just oh, I just cringed at the 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 amount of uh, natural destruction humans have created around the planet and and mm-hmm. how the folks before us certainly in Canada we have a huge indigenous population as the U.S. does too and in many countries across the world before maybe colonization or Europeanization or I don't know how to say it but it, it's this uh, before this, we arrived thank you <laughs> exactly <laughs> um, and and the way that the 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 indigenous people paid attention and were so connected to the earth and to the plants and to the animals mm-hmm. and how far modern society has gotten away from that and that's why the destruction occurs is that there's just this inattention to the destruction that's occurring. We just, it, it, yeah. it's, yeah. so it was, yeah. it was heart opening and heartbreaking at the same time as I, as I went through it. Mm-hmm. You know, Todd, when when you're describing that, uh, I was just looking in terms of the conversation that we've been having this evening, and that that same process that happens to us as we are encouraged to leave ourselves, to to leave authenticity, yeah. our our true nature, uh-huh. it, it's the same process uh-huh. as yeah. as being encouraged to leave life in in all other forms. It's all one process. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or is that too right. out there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, I live out in the country uh, on the border of provincial forests that have leases to logging companies. And because the winter is the time they log because they can do more destruction. <laughs> uh, every hour, a, a giant a double-trailered logging truck rollers past my property and my heart breaks because they're clear-cutting. And we have. And, and if I could just offer another book written by a British Columbian, it's called Finding uh, the Mother Tree. Have you heard about that one? No, Finding it's, the Mother Tree. Yeah, Finding the Mother Tree. I don't have the author because, again, my neighbor let me the book and I just lent the book. But you could Google it. It's called Finding the okay. Mother Tree, and it's right in line with Braiding Sweetgrass. But what it does is it explores the true scientific evidence of the fungi uh, connection between the rooting of trees and how they connect mm. each other, and especially the older trees, the, the, the thousand-year-old trees, which we have a lot of old growth. Well, <laughs> sorry, 
we have some old growth left in British Columbia. And these mother trees actually establish these old growth forests and, and, and establish new seedlings and, and, and actually pass on genes and they, they, uh, they protect during fires and during drought. It's just fascinating. And there's this whole 30, 40 year study behind it. This British Columbia woman did out of the University of yeah. Columbia. And, and it's yep. just fascinating that we're, the, the, the way we're clear cutting is doing just far more, even leaving old growth, like a, a, a thousand year tree that falls over, is it, a million times more beneficial to leave it there, deadfall, than to clear it out and harvest it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I actually a, have uh, read about her. And, okay, yes. And her, yes. Yeah, her devotion. So I didn't know the name of the book, so thank you yes. for that. But I read an article about uh-huh. her and the yes. study that the the studies she's done over these decades. Decades, um, and, phenomenal. Yeah. in the field, in the field. Yeah. Like these yeah. aren't in laboratories. She went out into the field and yeah. did all these amazing studies in clear cuts and in you know these uh, we're planting you know like uh, these plantations of Douglas firs because they could be harvested in 20 years but the damage that does to, to monocrop yeah. which we do to agriculture yeah. everywhere but these yeah. these monocrop forests are doing so it's it looks green and it looks healthy and it blah 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 but it's actually more damaged yeah sometimes yeah, yeah. so yeah. Uh, the suffering around uh, the continuing deforestation and knowing that clear cutting is not, I mean, we have so much evidence now, Sherry, decades and decades and decades of evidence not to clear cut. Even we can selectively mm-hmm. harvest and they, and they don't do it. They don't do and it in my area. Right. I just have to yeah. go five kilometers up into the mountains hiking and I can look and there's a giant bald patch of 4K of, of just uh, barren, barren earth. Yeah, I can look out my window and see them. Oh, so, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm preaching to the choir. I, I know exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah, it's 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 truly heartbreaking. It is. Um, yeah. So the to bring that full circle, um, coming back to ourselves, and realizing exactly what you're describing that uh, what what's behind all of this when, when we when we begin to turn it around, it's because we realize it hurts our heart to do these things. Yes. That's yes. that when we're cut off from ourselves, from our own heart then yeah. it, it doesn't matter. Everything is at a distance. It doesn't have anything to right. do with me. It's exactly. about profit, money, and business, yeah. and uh, what is that thing that they talk Progress. Progress. Um, yeah, and so to come back to ourselves and realize that there is, we are not separate. Uh, no. We are not separate from the rest of life, and so what's done to wow. anything is done to each of us. Um, yes. And it... it you know, we we may be able to have some small effect. One of one of my big obsessions is that uh, actually in Canada, they are clear cutting old growth forests to make toilet paper. Yes, um, I, I'm and, aware of that too. Yeah, uh, yeah, and so everybody use bamboo toilet tissue. Okay, yes. <laughs> it's wonderful. Yeah, and um, bamboo yeah. fast growing. Uh, yeah, 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 and uh, so yes, and. Uh, if we if we're not careful, we can use the sadness of the things that go on around us. Uh, ego can use that against mm, us yeah. in wanting us not to be aware of what's going on because it's too sad and it's too upsetting. But yeah. if it brings us back to ourselves, then we can take whatever small steps we can take uh, to 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 be different, mm-hmm. uh, to to 
come from a place of loving kindness for our own hearts and for all of life, then perhaps that's the, the very best that we can do. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate the I appreciate that, Sherry, and, and your because otherwise it's, it it can be so depressing that that we just uh, we just want to give up and yeah, of course yeah. that's ego's whole deal. <laughs> right? <laughs> it that's is self hate's whole deal. Yes, make us feel so bad we just mm-hmm. give up. And but we thanks, don't want to thank do that. goodness for 2013 and, and the golden anniversary of yes. giving up of feeling bad. So we won't that's do that. Right. <laughs> the we won't do that. Bad. Because yeah, I can't stop find... the logging truck, so I won't feel bad that I can't physically stop logging trucks going up behind my property and clear cutting. But uh, I, I will uh, again. That's right. Follow life's lead yeah. and and do whatever my part. And I there are many things that That's I do right. do, you know, that I'm able to do. Yes, and you can, you know, you can uh, wish loving kindness on the person driving the truck, mm. um, and the people mm. who are doing the cutting and the trees yeah. who are. Uh, mm-hmm. who are leaving and um, yeah. and then again turn turn attention to the the contribution that's possible to make if nothing else it's sending all of that love yeah yeah great well thank you Sherry yeah. thank you thank Michael. you Todd all right take good care good night good night thanks for joining us Todd that was another beautiful conversation Sherry mm. and and in the yeah, interest of else? time Yes, I do. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Good evening. This is Beth in Pittsburgh. Hello, Beth. What's going on? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I uh, have just settled into uh, not getting on and not talking, so... uh, See, we can never, we can never assume, can we? It's always Ah. dangerous. Yep. Yes. We just don't know. Yes. Uh, The last time we spoke, uh, you pointed me toward looking at letting go. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I have been. Oh, good. And (laughs) I've seen a couple of things. Uh, one is it's not true that I never let go. I have so many areas that I have surrendered. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, Which and makes have, the project worth it right there, doesn't it? To, just yeah. to see at the, at the onset, oh, okay, well, there's a lie. Okay, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, and, and there's like a lot of areas uh, that has been very beneficial. And I also mm-hmm. see that the place that I let go of on a continual basis is on being kind to myself. Mm. There's like an egoic mm-hmm. form of letting go that's so, not the same. Say more about that, Beth. Describe what, what you mean by that. There's like this, uh, there's just no thought of myself. There's no, no care for this being, this animal uh-huh. lifetime. And that's not uh-huh. even true there, too, because uh, I'm a thousand times better at taking care of myself than I was at 18. Right, right. Well, and let me, let me ask you this, uh, because this seems like a, a really, to me, very subtle and important point. 
So there's letting go of, you know, uh, I, I need that 1,001 uh, twist tie. You know, this, yeah. this, one, this one needs to go in the drawer with the other. There's letting yeah. go of that. But it seems like when it comes to taking care of the human being, what we want to let go is not taking care of the human. Yeah. That's what we want to let go. <laughs> because the other isn't actually letting go. Is no, it? it's, it's abandoning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is not the yeah. same at all. Yeah, yeah. And there are a lot of things that I've abandoned. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's not letting go well, of me. Well, there are a lot of things that have been abandoned. I would not, I would, you know me, I'd like to parse those things a little bit. I would guess <laughs> that it's not actually you doing that. Uh, that's more the domain of ego. And then blame you for it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it goes back generations. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, oh, yes. Stuff is... Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, and the, other, uh, the other part that I saw about letting go is part of me, uh, like I did that experiment of intentionally letting something go, which totally sucked. Not enjoy. Uh-huh. It. Now, can you say say what it was? Is it okay to say what it was? Uh, <laughs> this was a couple of weeks ago, and I don't remember. <laughs> well, it, it, because here's the thing. You know, I I will often say because you know people have an idea of a spiritual practice as being a life of deprivation. Right? Yeah. And so I often say that I have, uh, I've let go uh, a ton of stuff. I've never given up anything. Huh. You know, things, yeah. things fall away because they're no longer important, they're no longer relevant, but I've never given anything up because that having or being or doing that makes me a bad person, and if I give it up, yeah. then I'll be a better person. <laughs> Yes, which was the other aspect I saw of it is like I have this uh, internal guidance that says this is what good people do and this is what bad people do. Yeah, and uh, I call that oppression rather than guidance, (laughs) but okay. (laughs) Yeah, and and it's kind of like, you know, the things that are actually uh, like a way of letting go where things just fall apart um, feels bad. It feels like I'm... I'm the bad person. Like, uh-huh. uh, huh. if I was the right person, yeah, I'm not saying it really clearly, because it's. Uh, well, are we? Is it again? If you were the right person, uh, God would love you, and everything would go your way. And so, the fact that everything isn't going your way means God doesn't love you, and that means you're a bad person. Is it kind of that logic? Yeah, or like setting boundaries. Uh-huh. Setting boundaries feels like a very bad thing to do. I even though, see. Uh-huh. Even though setting right. boundaries is kind of a grown-up thing to do. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I'm never yes. going to get Because that. it's good for you, that's selfish, right? Yes. Yes. hmm Yes. And uh, the truth is, 
you can't hold on to anything. Yeah, that's what I've doped out. Mm-hmm. And, and you can try, but you just get yeah. bloody fingers. Yep. Yeah, and that desire to hold on to the twist ties in the drawer is to try to make myself solid. Yes, yes. I'm real. Look so at all I, my twist ties. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I can't die. I can't die. I have to make <laughs> twist ties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's slipping away. Everything is slipping away. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Every, 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 every minute of every day, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Every morning. Which, and Beth, which, Beth, is the biggest argument in the world for enjoying those minutes? Ah, yes. Right? Because they're going to go. They're going to yep. go, and they're not coming back. So if you didn't enjoy them, I got nothing. But if you enjoy yeah. them, if you enjoy every uh-huh. one of them, then it's like, oh, okay, yeah, well, yeah, it's gone, but God, I enjoyed it. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, it's like, it's like eating a, it's, well, for me, it would be chocolate cake with chocolate icing, right? Mm. Okay, that it's gone. There's the last bite. That. I've scraped that yeah. plate until I'm going to scrape the finish off, but was it good? Oh, it was so good. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. As opposed to just sitting there and stuffing things in my mouth with no awareness of what's going in. That's right. To try to feel better. Yep, which never works. It never works. Yep, yep. Okay, you've made a great case for being present ah. and enjoying life. Yes, because uh, okay. what this all started with was uh, the only thing I really own is the breath in my lungs. That's right. That's exactly it. And you know what? Even that's a gift. It's a gift. Yeah. It's a tremendous gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Everything else that I own is an illusion that I own it. That's right. It's just, it's just, it's just passing through. It's all borrowed. <sighs> Ownership is just a complete delusion. It's not even an illusion. It is delusion. Yeah. And boy, is it a suffering suffering delusion to be in. I'm not done with it yet, but I'm... I'm no, no, we're, we're, we're working on it. You know, we're, yeah. we're sneaking up on it. But at least we know it's true. That's a big yes. step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, go oh, happy. Take good care Thanks. of yourself. <laughs> Set a boundary and enjoy it. Celebrate it. <laughs> yes. And one breath at a time. One breath at a time. There you go. All right. Thanks, Beth. Thank you. Good night. night. Thanks for joining us, Beth. And thank you and both Sherry for uh, reminding me to enjoy every moment while it's here. That's my opportunity. Every one of them. Every one of them. All right. Thank you so much, Michael. Thank you. And thank you, everyone. And go happy. Go happy.